This is Aviv and we have a special key for you today. This key is about your biggest choice ever. This is a special time. We are entering the most critical period of our lives. This coming decade is perhaps the most crucial time of all times. The immense struggles everywhere indicate that planet Earth and humanity as a whole are experiencing transformative change. The promise of this change is a birthing into a new time, with new possibilities and new permissions and horizons. We are all called in this to take a stand, to choose in small and big ways to make a difference. Your biggest choice ever defines you as a leader. Today we explore this leadership moment. Leadership is being at the crossroad of choices. The default option chosen by most is easy but dangerous. If ever there was an important resolution to make, this is it. Discover this key and teach it today to someone you care for. When you teach the key to someone else, it becomes your own. And so here we go. It was the second morning of a leadership summit with a group of executives when I asked, what are the three main religions in the world? A ripple went through the room. I sensed that it was because of the unwritten rule that you are not supposed to bring up religion in a corporate meeting. The executives came from four continents and diverse cultural and religious backgrounds. After a moment of silence, someone volunteered an answer. Christianity, Islam and Buddhism. Yes, I said, but I am asking about the other three major religions. It was not a trick question, but a reframing challenge. Sensing the confusion, I said, Christianity, Islam and Buddhism may be the three largest organized religions. But what are the three major religions people pledge themselves to? Reframe for a moment, I said, the meaning you attach to the word religion. Think of it not as an institution, but as a mindset people pledge themselves to practice. What are the three mindsets that govern people's way of going on at work and in life? The three mindsets that direct people's response and engagement. There was a long pause for reflection, and so I proceeded. Here are the three mindsets that we name as religions because people pledge allegiance to them and because they guide people's beliefs and behavior. The first religion is the mindset of what's wrong. This mindset is the most prevalent. It is the easiest of all and it gets the most airtime. 95% of what is presented as news every day is made of fault, blame, and what's wrong. Unless you make a different choice, tearing the other down and finding what's wrong is the default mindset and you see this around you all the time, every minute. The second religion is the mindset of what works. A minority of perhaps only 5% of the population practice this mindset. 
But thank God it often prevails. The world progresses by what works. Choosing to follow the path of what works and making it your template of response brings multiple blessings and energy. You empower yourself to participate in shaping and creating what happens. That's the second mindset. The third religion and mindset builds upon the second and is the rarest of the three. This is the mindset of what matters. All of us have the instinct of this mindset, but few act upon it to make what matters our central, self-directed choice. For many, the impulse of what matters most is covered by the myth of tomorrow. This is the myth that says, tomorrow, next year, in five years, when I finish doing the things I have to do, I will be able to focus on what matters. This is the blind spot. You've got to beware of the myth of tomorrow, for it can lead you to a place called Disappointment Valley, where you get free admission to hotel regret. The myth of tomorrow breeds a double blind spot. First, realize that all you really have is today, this moment right now. Tomorrow may or may not arrive. Today is here. This moment will not come back. Let me say it again. This day, this moment will not come again. The opportunity and power of this moment now is overlooked for what might happen tomorrow or next year, which may or may not be there for you. Many live their lives looking forward to their next vacation or the next weekend or the next success, while not taking stock of the moments, hours and days that constitute their engagement with life. This moment, here and now, is brief, but what we do with it builds what happens next. And the summation and aggregated value of your many nows actually fashion your tomorrows. A second blind spot is not seeing that what you do today and the way you do it creates a pattern and a habit which condition your engagement tomorrow. When you say, I will begin to do what matters for me in seven years, the question is, will your conditioning and the habits you created allow you. Now let's talk about making what matters work. I propose that making the journey to what matters is a series of choices taken time and time again. Plus when what matters is not supported by what works it is merely a wish or a hope not a practiced way of engagement. Something has to work and to be before it can really matter. Okay, these then are the three major mindsets I said to the group. The religions people choose to practice are the what's wrong religion, the what works religion, and the what matters religion. Every day you find yourself at this leadership crossroads and the choice you make defines you as a leader. How you choose in between these determine your response and engagement.
Having explained that, the executives present all went quiet. For a moment no one spoke. Many in the group appeared to be lost in deep reflection. It seemed we were touching something beyond the difference of our upbringing, a vein we all share. It was a sacred moment. When you deepen in the mindset of what matters, you come to see that most traditions and religions agree. They each speak of the golden rule in saying, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as yourself. Wish not for others what you wish not for yourself. And there are other eternal messages, such as, as you saw, so you shall reap. And ask, and you shall be given. And more directions and messages about what matters. In the mindset of what works, each of the traditions, religions, and spiritual path have their unique ways, practices, and disciplines. In the mindset of what's wrong, organized religions often disagree and fight with each other. At this point, the silence in the room was broken. I've been far too long in the what's wrong religion, said one manager. I need to convert to the religion of what works, she said. Yes, I replied, moving from what's wrong to what works is simple, but involves a pivotal and challenging decision. The conversion to what works is a shift from victimhood to personal responsibility. Choosing to take personal responsibility is the most pivotal decision you and I can make. Indeed, your biggest choice ever is to let go of focusing on what's wrong, in favor of taking the mindset of what works. That's the first conversion. The second conversion from what works to what matters is in moving from success to significance. And so now, as you approach this special time, at the beginning of a new year and at the beginning of a new decade, Take time to reflect on your leadership crossroads. Here are six simple ways to apply the second and third mindsets and leave the first for those who cannot or will not bother to make a higher choice. Number one, when you find yourself obsessing on what's wrong, pick yourself up and find something that works for you and that you can focus on to make a difference. Develop an internal warning system that alerts you and gets you to shift from problems to solutions. Number two, before pointing out what's wrong, point to two things that work. Even when you look at something that failed, identify the learning and two or more things in it that worked. Number three, Develop a weekly ritual of focusing on two or three things that really matter. Number four, engage a coach to help you stay focused on what works and on what matters most for you. Number five, look at your team and organization and ask, what works here? What matters most to us? What works for our employees, clients and partners? 
And what do we believe matters most? Father. Number six. Develop an annual pilgrimage journey to your What Matters resort, where you get to swim in Lake Significance and enjoy the sunshine of meaning, purpose, and true wealth. Now it's your turn. Turn the key. Coach your people to focus on what works and on what matters. Take the leadership crossroads. Become a leader of what works and what matters. And create dynamic new futures for you and for your people.